Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, when we're talking about the 40-hour work week, I feel like there's always multiple conversations about, oh, is that going away? Are we going to see it get smaller? I mean, California is actually possibly talking about doing a 32-hour work week bill. But is that actually going to lead the way for everyone else around the country? Is this a shift? Well, we have an opinion journalist, a uh, columnist uh, that actually wrote about this from the Washington Post, Helene uh, Olin. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me on. So this is so interesting. Why is this popping up right now, especially when I feel like there's still so many conversations around the great resignation and just work-related conversations and the economy and inflation? Why is this important right now to talk about? I think it's part of it, the, the great talk of the great resignation. People, when, they, when the pandemic hit, we had a huge number of people who were suffered from their jobs. We also had a huge number of people who went home to work. Those people who went home to work found themselves working more than they had done while they were actually on premises, almost an hour a day. This has led to an epic burnout. And when combined with, you know, the sort of movement of people away from their old jobs into new jobs, a sort of reconsideration of what it is to work, how we work and how we can best work. California seems to really be leading the way in this. Is that right? Well, it's hard to say if they're leading the way. I mean, what essentially what's going on is there's been initiatives out there to, you know, to try to see how the work week would work if it was shortened. Iceland did an experiment several years ago. There has been pilot projects in Sweden and other European countries. And what they find for the most part over and over again is that people are able to get the same amount of work done in less time if they're more focused. There's very little loss of productivity. So the California bill is sort of a combination of those previous efforts with the ground reality of increased worker dissatisfaction. You know, the conversation around a four-day work week just feels so left field because, one, it just feels like capitalism will, in this country, will never allow it to happen. (laughs) You know, I feel like capitalism means everything in this country. And if that means shortening the work week, doesn't that mean less money for big corporations? And, of course, these businessmen who are very traditional in the ways that they think in, in the ways that, you know, work happens and money's being made, that they would never let this happen? 
I don't think anyone thinks this is happening overnight. I should put that out there, right? <laughs> the, the chances of this bill getting passed this year are, are roughly about the same chances as my poodle waking up as a pit bull tomorrow morning. <laughs> but the fact, <laughs> the fact is, is the 40-hour work week was once a pipe dream, too. And if you go back and look, you will find even years after it was legislated during the Great Depression, business interests pushing back against it. It was not a natural thing. And we need to accept the fact that, you know, working that many hours might be too much. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, once upon a time, people thought we should be working 60 hours a week, too. That was just based on a different time and a different model for how we work. Are there any countries doing this properly? Well, I mean, what I would say is, is this isn't you know, a country by country one thing necessarily. But what is going on is, you know, Americans work more than anyone else, right? Mm -hmm. We don't have a legal right to vacation. We don't have a legal right to sick pay, you know, per the government. And we put in more hours on the job than any other comparable first world country. And uh, it seems like our anxiety is through the roof, (laughs) et cetera. That's why I was going to ask how much of the conversation with social media and mental health kind of played into this idea of creating a four-day work week. I think what's really playing into it is somewhat that. But I think it's also, you know how Katie Porter, when she does this congressional hearing, says, I'm reclaiming my time. Yeah. I think people are, as a mass effort, trying to reclaim their time. Work in the United States over the past several decades has become an incredibly greedy beast. You know, it interferes with family relations, you know, our ability to lead a life, to just simply relax. You know, Sheryl Sandberg had a major bestseller with a book where she told people, yeah, you can go home at 630, but if you want to get ahead, you really have to sign back on and do emails after your kid goes to bed, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think this has been just people saying, I've had enough. I need my time back. I want my time back. Can I please have my time back? Well, all right. We appreciate you for joining us for this conversation. I think you brought up some really interesting points and perspectives. Helene Olin, who is a columnist at The Washington Post, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on. Well, next up, you know, we brought up dogs in this conversation, but (laughs) the owner of the world's oldest dog is sharing her secrets to his long life. More next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 